Hi, and welcome to Death in Cambodia, Life in America, a podcast where I interview my father, Robert Chow, one of the first survivors of the 1970s Cambodian genocide. He survived the killing fields, navigated through the jungles of Thailand, and escaped to America to build an empire in the donut industry. After about 40 years, I think it's about time he got a chance to share his story. I'm Dorothy, his daughter, and your host for today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Death in Cambodia, Life in America. Last episode, we left off in the Long Penny camp. We are in Thailand now. This is an American camp, and uh, Robert was explaining how he got his paperwork done. People were all crowded there trying to find American sponsors, um, and uh, he got his ID. He got his picture taken, and uh, he's he's ready to to get shipped out. I would like to mention too that picture that he got taken is the one that we have used for the podcast artwork. So the picture of my dad at 16 years old, which is the title of the podcast, this is the picture that we're talking about. So Bob, welcome back. Hey, uh, hello everybody. So yeah, so here we are in the camp, Ba. We are in Long Penny. You kind of mentioned how, you know, everybody's, everybody there is going to get shipped to America. This is an American camp. Yeah, it was pretty crowded. I think, you know, uh, American uh, uh, U.S. tried to save as much as life, uh, as much as they can to bring the uh, people from the border to this camp. And uh, it was pretty crowded. And, uh, but at the same time, we were so exciting because now we know the future gonna be. Like I keep mentioned, we have no idea where's America, but it's it's gonna be good. Uh, that's that's it. Not just me. I think I'm say that's for every single person in the camp. Wake up in the morning, smiling, uh, no worry. Mm-hmm. Got plenty of food and right. safe. You really never have heard of America before? No. Really? No. No. Uh, probably China, just around Asia. Yeah. You know, when I was uh, little, I think I heard about NASA, you know, when I was in s- school, I mean, you know, in uh, Elementary, you know, and they sent some picture on NASA, you know, on that plane there. So uh, that's all I, uh, uh, no, I have no idea where's America. Mm. So how long did you stay in Long Penny? Long Penny wasn't that long because I believe, you know, there's a lot of refugees, not just from Cambodian. This is from three countries. Mm-hmm. That lost the world to uh, a communist party. Right. Laos, Vietnam, and Cambodian. 
and almost the same time. Time, yes. So I think there's a lot of refugee. So I think it's that Lumpany American camp, not just for Cambodian refugee. This right. is combined Laos. Most of them is Vietnamese. Mm. A lot of Vietnamese, uh, yeah, people in that camp too. So the the Long Penny Camp, you don't remember how long you stayed there for? Oh, I don't know. Probably the most, I think probably a month or two, the most. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty it's fast. Pretty, pretty, pretty fast, I think. As soon as what I under, as soon as they've confined the sponsor, and then they just go ahead and try to just go ahead and sip you out as much as they can. Uh, some people, fly uh, a military uh, plane uh, if they do have like 100 or 200 uh, able to find the sponsor at the same time they just yeah but most of the time I think they put you on a commercial plane but in the meantime and during that time that you stay in in, in Lumpany they just want to educate you what Life in America, uh, that just show you a little bit, and and, uh, and the main thing here, most people never, never, never got on plane before, <laughs> so they have no idea, you know, what does the bathroom look like, what it is, you know, because it what was happened, and the first I think uh, first group that they didn't really. Uh, show them they thought they know and they they drinking the water the water from the toilet from the toilet and they poop outside the toilet that's on the floor uh, so they show you know after that incident i think they try to educate so what did they have classes or something there or just kind of like people show lecturing you kind of well yeah yeah they have uh, you know they they said hey you know they have class and i'll show you uh this is how the plane look like how you're gonna you know get on the plane and you know where to sit the main thing here is just the bathroom Mm. Uh, that's what they really pay it, you know, teaching you. <laughs> Don't drink the water out of that toilet. It's clean and clear, but that's not drinking water. Right. So, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, did you know anything about the process of sponsorships? Did you know what that, who a sponsor was even? I didn't know at the, at the time, but, you know, when I got to... Uh, when I got to uh, uh, the United States, and then I, yeah, uh, uh, most of the uh, people that sponsor uh, refugee at that time, Muslims from a church member or anyone, anyone can sponsor mm. refugee. And I heard that you got tax right off. If you so, did that. If mm -hmm. you did that, mm -hmm. you know, for one or two years, I'm not sure, but that's what a lot of people, I think a pretty smart idea because it's, it's hard to find a, uh, a sponsor to, you know. Uh, take somebody take in. Take somebody in, live with you and train you, you know, how to eat sandwich and hamburger and something <laughs> like that, you know. We get used to eat rice and, 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 and you know, all the time. So, yeah. My sponsor, his name is Bill Hoffman. 
He's a member of the、uh, Catholic Church. You didn't know that until you got there.、Obviously. I didn't know that.、Yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea. So after after、uh, you know you got the name, they they let you know. They let you know one weeks in advance before you get on the plane. Before you get on the plane, and、uh, he said, "This day, you know, you、uh, gonna you know go to America, and then uh, uh, here's all the document. The I remember so clear. I should have saved that bag. It's a plastic handbag. It's all the document is in there." They、mm. explain to you this document. You cannot lose it. This is your life, you know, because this is all the document is in there, and the document that says something because it's print out. So, I think if everybody see that, they probably know. Ah,、uh, not everybody know, but I think、uh, it's a very important document for us, each of us. So, did Bill sponsor the whole family? No, Bill. I I didn't know I'm the one that left the camp, the first one.、Mm-hmm. I'm the first one that left the camp. Ah,、uh, somehow, somewhat, they cannot get the ticket, or I, I'm not sure how the process. Ah,、uh, ah,、uh, it's you know I was separate. It's separate again. I just in my life in that you know they just <laughs> keep separate me from the family, and、um, I got the document. And all of that, and uh, uh, was exciting. And then that's a little scary, though, too, because right. Because and then the I、family. was.、Uh, we went to. I believe her name Judy. Judy,、uh, the lady that really handled all the refugee in that camp for the people shipped out to America. I think she's、uh, she's probably the head of、uh, a refugee camp、mm-hmm. there in Lumpany. So we,、uh, you know, we went to talk, you know, to her, and then they said, "Why is only me?" And and she said, "Don't worry, you guys all is gonna go to America, but、uh, we only can take you now.、Uh, then later on, your family is gonna go. You know,、uh, uh, might be the same." Sponsor maybe different, but it's not gonna be different city. That's what she told. It's gonna be the same city because Bill Hoffman, my sponsor, might not just able to take the whole family. Sure, it's just sure. too many. It's understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He probably gonna just request, "Hey, I just want one, one, one person." And then at that time, I mean, oh God, I don't know how many refugee, how many camp,、mm-hmm. and nineteen seventy nine. I believe that's the times a lot of refugees seventy nine, seventy eight, seventy nine, seventy nine to eighty eighty one is a lot of refugee in that two years. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I I remember that back, and then.、Uh, Didn't have clothes. I think you know it's really just once you know uh, uh, probably two pants, two t-shirt. That's it, and carry a plastic bag and the、uh, I believe it's a paper bag. We don't have any、uh, you know luggage or anything. So what if 
So what? how did Mama and everybody else feel? They're probably like, well, there's no choice, I guess. Yeah, well, I think, you know, we, we, we feel safe. I think it happened to to a lot of- A lot of people. A, a lot of people, to right. a lot of family. Right. Uh, whoever that can get out. Just take just, it. Just take it, you know. And uh, so, uh, yeah, that the days come. They said, okay. So I say bye-bye to everybody and it was happy and- uh, they know they're gonna they're gonna come when uh, probably soon. You know, Judy uh, told everyone they said it's gonna be probably the next day or the next week. Or you know, we're gonna try to 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 get all you out because we need a space here to they, they bring they bring new people in mm. almost every every day. Mm-hmm. You know, so right. and uh, yeah, uh, it's a small uh, minivan. I believe it took us, uh, you know, uh, not just me. I think to probably a few, four or five people like that at that time uh, from that camp. And then, they, you know, from the other camp too, I don't know how many camps that uh, America had. I believe it's only one. So uh, we got to the airport and then they got people that took us and checked us in, of course, you know, and handle all the tickets. And all of that, and and they explained to us, uh, you gonna get to America? How many hour uh, flight? And all of that, people will waiting for you. You just carry that plastic bag. Make sure you carry it out, and then walk it out. Follow the, uh, you know, when they get out the plane, just follow them. So. I think you know we got on the plane. Uh, it's exciting. And what do you remember from looking at that plane and oh, it going was, up on it was, those stairs? It was so it's just like a monkey. And the first time the monkey in the pickup in the back of the pickup, you just like your eye is just like never nonstop and look at here, look at here, look at that. Everything you know, it's just like wow, what is what 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 is this? You know yeah. and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I remember, I think there's a lot of customers. This is a commercial, commercial airline. Okay. I believe it's United or American Airlines. I, I, I believe it's a United Airlines. Of course, you know, there's a lot of customers that they look at. They know, they know we are the, uh, as a refugee. So... Uh, like tourists who are on the plane already. This is a commercial. It's a commercial plane. So yeah, yeah. there's other people who aren't refugees on there. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. For a full plane is not full refugee. plane. My group there, I own only probably ten or twelve people. Oh That's wow. That's it. Yeah, it's a very small. It was a very small group. So, yeah, and didn't sleep, and the. Asking you, you know, what food is got plenty of food at that time. You're talking about 30, 40 years ago. It's you know, airplane have a good, you know, good service, food. good food. We didn't have no idea. I have no idea. So, did you yeah. talk to the other people in your group next to you? They're all going to the same place, right? Uh, I think you know the seat is not all the same. The same, you sit the same row. I, I mean, you, you're just like you know, whatever that available. I was sit. I believe 
God, I couldn't remember. Is it a middle seat or the window seat? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I couldn't remember. But uh, uh, yeah, some people, some customers just really, sometimes they maybe they scare about you or they, uh, uh, I don't know what they think, but they just don't want to talk to you or, you know, somehow, somewhat, but I, I, I didn't care. You know, I, I cannot communicate anyway, you know, to them anyway. Because they're speaking English. Uh, some of these people are taught, uh, you know, it's a lot of Asian, a lot of Asian people too. Mm-hmm. It's in that plane that come to America, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't remember where we transfer. I believe we did transfer somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't remember at that time. Yeah. And, uh, so you couldn't, I, you couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I'm just exciting. And then. Uh, worries the same time what's what gonna happen uh what kind of job that i gonna i gonna do and all of that and just just keep thinking the future planning a little bit in my head I, so but it really doesn't matter at this year doesn't matter you know i know i reborn wherever that i land that's how i feel i'm reborn in that country and in my heart, in my, my mind, Cambodian, I had enough. I had enough, you know, not because I hate, I, I didn't know any better. I was 15, 16, I was, you know, just like labor camp, sick, you know, survive and all that. I had enough, so... uh so it doesn't matter where I land, that's where I reborn. I'm going to start fresh and try my best. And my, 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 my feeling was it's going to be better than Thailand. Because I went to Thailand when the first step that I stepped into Thailand, I got the job that worked on that construction. I was happy. I was happy already. So now... America, you know, I heard a lot of people talk, hey, it's a rich country, it's a beautiful country. When we was in, in that camp, they show you a little bit, you know, how you live, how you that, you know. I was exciting. I said, wow, this is the land that I will be stay for good. I already make up my mind when I got on that plane. I said, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to try my best. To get whatever I, what my ability can, can do.
And so, Robert steps on that plane with a plastic bag in his hand in a sea of tourists and on his first time on a commercial plane ever. And he takes off into the air as he leaves behind his home country and heads to his new life in America. First off, I just want to say thank you again. I feel like I say this almost after every episode, but really, really, it's incredible. Like the amount of people that follow the story and have messaged me, um, you guys really put meaning behind this whole thing. And I just can't believe we made it. This is this is the end of the Cambodia portion. We are headed off to America, season two. So I am also releasing, which already has probably been released, a unscripted discussion that I have with my father. One time that I was talking to him and I just pressed record because I thought the discussion was so good. And so I wanted to share with you guys a behind the scenes of how my father really feels about this podcast and how it's changed him. For listeners, I will be taking a little bit of a break, um, probably three weeks before the season two launches when we talk about his journey in America, how he started from absolutely nothing, how he took this pain that he experienced in Cambodia, how he used it as building blocks to fuel him to become a successful entrepreneur that he is today. I thank you guys again. I appreciate you all. I will see you on Instagram and socials. But for now, toodaloo. I'll catch you in three weeks, season two. I'm Dorothy, your host, signing off. Over now.